welcome to Afterwatch. We are watching My Dress Up Darling. This is Season 1, Episode 1. Someone who lives in the exact opposite world as me. I'm Tim. I'm Joelle. I'm Brian. That's right, we're here. You may know us from other shows that we've done, other Afterwatches. I know that we're all on the uh, My Hero Academia feed. And then what, Brian, we did that ReZero feed a little bit ago. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that one season was fun. one. That was a great. That was a great season. Yeah, th- this uh, this one's gonna be different tone. I bet <laughs> a different tone. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. This I think series. we've done a lot of a shonen, and this isn't really it's shonen. It's a new take. Eh? I yeah, I like slice of life. It's a new take. No, I do too. I think that if people have been listening in to some of the last off season My Hero Academia shows, we actually kind of talked about things that we were liking, and I think that a lot of the ones that I mentioned were worth watching. A lot of my suggestions were Slice of Life. We're like more rom-coms than, I don't know, your normal shonen or whatever. Anyway, let's get into this. But we do have to say, if you want to follow us along as we go through this first uh, season of shows, uh, be sure to subscribe. Uh, If you have any questions, comments, you can reach us at fictionalquestions at gmail.com. Please give us a review over there on Apple, Audible, Spotify. We always appreciate those. And of course, like we said, we have a bunch of other shows over there on fictionalcharacters.net, like My Hero Academia, ReZero. What else have we done? You've done Food Wars, haven't you? Food Wars. We have a couple seasons of Food Wars in there as well. Yeah. So first off, the show's called My Dress Up Darling. That's the Western title have you guys seen what the what the japanese the original title is oh no i haven't okay so i'm gonna try it again i'm gonna hopefully i don't butcher this too bad when i read the manga but i don't remember yeah (laughs) sono biske dawa koiwo suru and basically what that translates to is that biske doll can fall in love so do you know what a biske doll is it's, no. Is that what they were saying it, was the Hina dolls? or Yeah, it's like an unglazed porcelain doll. I think it's those mm-hmm. Hina dolls that they were working okay. on. Hmm. So what is the deal there? It's like the, the Hina doll falls in love? Or is it that because he makes costumes for the Hina doll, and now he's also making costumes for the girls? Oh, so she's that, the one that can fall in is love. Is she the next, is she like almost a doll? Is that what they're mm. trying to say by that title? Hmm. I don't know. I think there's levels to it. Yeah. This manga began serialization in January of 2018. It's by Shizuku Kuro, female creator. Uh, So I think that in the beginning, this when this anime came around, I don't know if you guys were paying attention to any of the news. There was a lot of hubbub because it was so popular. There was some controversy. I don't know. Controversy like over over just some of the some of the uh subject matter fan service yeah i think it was they were leaning into the fan service plus some of the the i guess references in terms of where some of the characters are from yeah 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 so i yeah some of the themes that are brought up yeah it's a little more mature than what i think people are kind of used to but Maybe, maybe if they're not used to a lot, I I guess maybe I just have watched anime for so long that I know like its roots is, is pretty mature. So I, I, it doesn't even bat an eye for me, but there's a lot of people I think who are either new to anime. Um, It is also just different, like in terms of who, like which audience maybe too, like who, which audience are you asking that question to Mm. Maybe some, I maybe for us, we're not used to, I don't know, in America, not uh, some of the themes used in cartoons aren't that expressive. In that yeah, it's different. Sense. Okay, it's different. sure. I don't know. 
<laughs> so anyway, hopefully this show won't be too... I don't know. We're going to try to keep it PG and whatnot. I think the actual anime is just, what, TV 14, so it's not a mature or anything no. like that. It's just there is some themes in there that are a little more suggestive. And, yeah, but we'll try our best to keep it yeah. friendly for all. As far as the uh, anime, when it came out, it actually spent weeks higher in popularity in watches, whatever you want to say, than Attack on Titan and Demon Slayer. And those were the two that were supposed to like kill it, you know, and you know that they did. They totally, they always do. Those are big hitters. It also pulls another audience, maybe another audience is in into the whole slice of life pieces. I don't know. Yeah, and I think there's some people that just don't like Shonen though. So I. That's true. So I don't know. Do you think it's the slice of life is just gaining more momentum? Or it's it's like kind of an introductory way into anime. I don't know, because I feel like there's people that. If unless you're into shonens, oh. it's it a little bit redundant, honestly. For some, I hear people. what you're saying, and so maybe the slice of life's like a little breath of fresh air. It's it is little, sometimes. I really like it, um, and especially the way you could take it and how you present some of the characters in the story. You could do all kinds of things with slice of life stories. So I, this one is also witty and funny in some ways. So it's cute. Uh, yeah, it's... yeah. I think this one's <laughs> relatable for a mm-hmm. slice of life and a little different than the ones that have been popular, even the ones that I've liked in the past. So we'll get into it in the show. But I feel like mm-hmm. the way this one handles the material really hits on both those parts. So mm-hmm. you can relate to them because it is slice of life. And also it's like, hey, this is different than the other slice of life. Right. In a, in a that, certain way what's... that I think makes it approachable and easy to right. watch. I think that it's a little, it's more a little wide reaching than if someone's just like, oh, I like shonens, or I mean, you people have seen multiple episodes and series of shonen yeah. already, so I, I don't know. <laughs> I, and those those numbers might be up, you know. I think uh, that the Attack on Titan people might <laughs> might question some of those numbers too, but we'll see. Okay, so as of May 2022, the manga has sold six and a half million copies. 3 million of which have sold since the anime premiered. So that's a ton. This is a big deal. And um, one thing I was going to mention, you guys kind of said, you're talking about how relatable it is. The creator said that she came up with the idea in talking to someone who did cosplay. And I guess um, someone that that person had been dating just didn't understand them. And so it, it caused the relationship to sour. And so she thought about an ideal relationship where you had two people with hobbies that complemented each other Mm. and so they almost understood each other in a way Hmm. that makes a lot of sense and that was the like impetus the idea that where this kind of grew from from all that that's that's yeah yeah it was just about about someone who understands another person's hobby and something that they're really into no, Instead I think of, that's really great because, well, I mean, we could talk about it more when we talk about this. Episode, well, that's what that's why the show's so good is because it's about mm-hmm. being supportive of the other person. Even regardless of if you have to, you don't have to like it as much or even like it as the same other person, but it's still kind of supporting the person and what their what their likes and hobbies are, regardless of what they are. Because some, I think, well, we get to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When she was people- made fun of at the whatever hairstylist salon and and they were all talking about i hate people like that because it's like why would you make fun of somebody when clearly they're excited about you know oh yeah that was a great moment i mean it's true though it says anything that i don't make fun of people if they like sports i mean i'm not really into sports and watching games but you know all power to them they like to watch basketball football whatever 
But yeah. it's like I'm not gonna dog on somebody and you know. Well, I think it'd be it maybe be one thing if you liked things. another team and you're just playfully bantering like, "Oh, my oh, team is right. better than yours." But for saying like, "Oh, you're wasting your time" or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Dude, oh, you're I'm one like, of those on. nerds that watches uh, yeah. blah blah. See, yeah. yeah, or it's like, "Oh, you're one of those sporty people." That blah blah blah. It's just like things like that. It's the whole. Mm -hmm. Why would you want to rain on someone's parade when they're clearly excited and it makes them happy about you know about something? So well, I, I mean, think there's yeah. a lot of people who like to tear other people down just to make right. themselves feel and that's why I, smart I love slice, or whatever it is. I, that's why I love these slice of life things because it makes you feel good. So <laughs> yeah, for exa that, exactly. Okay, well let's get into it then. We're always starting to talk about this. Show, I know. So, go, yeah, go yeah. Ahead. So this first episode it starts out and do we call him Wakano? Do we call him Gojo? I anyway, <laughs> Gojo. I was, Gojo is what I'd be used to. So yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's young. He's a little kid. He's his grandfather, who I guess the the guys that make these Hina dolls are called Kashirashis. He's just captivated by this as a child and just wants to learn how to do it. But I guess he never really masters that, or is that something that's a work in progress? He's still a, he's still high school, right? But then he's also had something like in his mind impacting kind of how he thought. Well, yeah about especially what he what he likes to do which is again trying to follow in his family's footsteps but i guess well yeah and that's what's weird is friends it... or who you don't even know who this is but yeah just some girl and but the yep. thing is that that really can affect people if someone just that has that moment and that sticks in a person's brain where it's like oh you like that that's dumb or, or something that's like only that for girls okay yeah, yeah or whatever it is yeah a girl was super sexist it was so sad <laughs> <laughs> She was what eight or something, yeah. you know, Still. like five years old. Yeah. But yeah, it yeah. really um, what stunts him in a way where he thinks, "Oh, I shouldn't like this, even though I do." Right, right. I, I feel so, like a, when the, that opening scene is, it sets the tone because it's kind of like that Billy Elliot feel, like you what I expect and want to see out of the anime when that first scene happens is, mm -hmm. "Oh man, I want it. I want it to be a story about him, you know, challenging stereotypes." I'm like, that would be a feel good story. And I think it goes back to what you said. The author's mm -hmm. intent, I think, really comes through in the anime, um, especially when we meet the the other character in it. Sure. But yeah. Even from the beginning, it sets the tone of how how should you treat things like this when they're not supposed to be for you? But it is something that you like. And maybe there are norms that are being challenged. But I mean, it's his grandfather and his grandfather's friends that are making these. So it's not like it actually is a girl thing per se, you know? It's probably a lot of different people do this, but True. it's just a perception, I think. And for some reason, he bought into that girl, whoever that young friend was, he bought into that uh, perception. It, it definitely st uh, hurt him in a way where he still, you know, thinks about it. Even now, what is he? He's probably like 15 or 16, right? Yeah, just high school to age. Yep, around there. Yeah. So, of course, that's when we catch up with him. He's waking up uh, his his phone goes off. He's got a little head of a doll. Is that this is a doll that he's been working on, right? Or is this a doll from his grandfather? The grandfather, I think. And it's inspired him oh, to I keep pursuing. It... I thought oh, it was really? him. I thought it was him. Either, yeah, because he keeps talking. Even the grandfather talks about how uh, he's gotten a lot better at it. And he says, oh. no, it's still not good. But it's the one that he keeps working on to perfect. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. It... I didn't really catch that because when he catches it later he oh, said his grandfather makes it oh uh, because he said that's the first because she complimented it and then she's like are you the one that made it but then he was thinking to himself that's the first time someone's ever complimented my work 
Oh, I th- I he thought he lied it said... to her saying that it was his grandfather's did it. I thought it, yeah. was, it was the first time someone complimented something I love. Oh, I think it's both. Well, it might be both. Yeah, or that's true. But I I tend to think that he has this not because it's his grandfather's. I don't know why he would, he would necessarily because have. It would be uh, the idealistic one. Saying. It would be the idealistic one that he is like. This He's is the example of what is yeah. great, right? This He's is the one to that inspires to him. To that he and his dull perfection. Now I get it. Okay, so that is his grandfather's. I think it is grandfather's that he's made it. And then he just compares what he's doing to that every single time. Right, yeah. Yeah. Because his character currently is pretty meek, so it would be a little, Mm -hmm. to me it feels like it would be a little out of place to have him be gawking at his own work, as it were. Like, he is constantly trying to improve. Yeah, yeah. We see he's working late. Even his grandfather is telling him, you know, ease off. You can, (laughs) you You'll, well, you'll get like, better. Don't you got friends? <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, if... I know. And that's so sad because it is. Because well, he says really... that they're just all busy. <laughs> I know, but it's also because his whole life growing up has been trying to perfect those Hina dolls. And then again, it's like, is it like really? Did that girl really affect him that much that now because she made that remark, he can't be expressive about what he likes because? It's taken him this long and he still hasn't made any friends because who's he going to well, talk maybe... to you about that sort of thing? Or because he already felt bad that some girl yelled at him and said, why do you like that sort of thing? Well, maybe she was just the first of many or maybe because she said it, he never wanted to tell another person about it and face the same wrath. So he just rather keep to himself. Yeah, that's the thing. So, yeah, then he's kept that to himself for a decade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, we do find out, though, that even though he can't get those doll faces perfect, he's really good at making the clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that'll come that, in handy. Yeah, that might come back later. <laughs> anyway, he heads to school. Uh, did you like that moment where he's walking along, some guy comes up and, like, kind of throws his arm around him and, and there's, oh, my gosh. Was... someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it just Poor even guy. plays even more that he has no friends. Yeah, that he's it's just not a loner. Even... Yeah, because mm-hmm. we see someone and they go, oh, he does have a friend. Oh, wait, no. I, I also like that it adds to the slice of life feel. Like the mm-hmm. the sorts of smaller bits when they put them in the show. One, it's like you said, showing the characterization of him. But it also, I literally did that today at a bakery with Joelle. And then she's like, oh, I know that person. And I turned around and I said hello to the person directly behind us. That's not the one she was talking to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, talking about, was... yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but you know those things happen, and I so I I just that's one of the nice things about slices of life and relatable is little moments that, that it's are just kind like, of like common occurrences. Yeah. yeah, and it might not be that you remember someone accidentally doing it to you, but you may have accidentally waved to somebody or waved back, and they're actually waving at someone else. You know. So oh I, yeah. I, I like Past I like those little something. bits. Yeah. So yeah. I like those little bits because it's a little more grounded. Mm-hmm. That we're not dealing with crazy stuff. We're dealing with things that are more likely to have happened every day, like little everyday things, like one person making fun of you and trying to decide is that representative of a lot of people or is it the way you take it? Because what Joelle was hinting at is things like, I can't imagine every single little girl that runs by him says that, right? It's got to be something of how much he takes it that way. And to your yes. point, the grandfather makes it and seems to be very, very good. So Kind of how, how do you take it and, and what's the real take? But the way he internalizes it for sure is yeah. uh, clear, clearly well, in that negative way. Clearly he has no self-esteem based yeah. on how long it's impacted him and how he's not made friends partly because of that issue. Well, but it's also maybe something he's built up in his mind. He says that there's no club there 
to make these things. So no one is there who would understand. There's no one who can make, you know, he has common interests with. And at one, what does he say? He wishes he wasn't even there at all, like at school. Because there's no... Now, is he just building that up in his mind? Because as you go on, you realize, you know, later on in the, in the series, of course, he's going to find people that he has commonality with. So yeah, is that I, just his setting himself but, up, right? I yeah, definitely I think, think part so. of yeah, part of the problem is it just him. It's like he won't step out of his comfort zone or won't. Yeah, step he's out put up a limb. wall. Yep, to yeah. try to see if there's even anything that he can talk to with anybody. I don't know. Yeah. It's just he's not. He has not taken a chance on himself. Is yeah, what, and what's it's, I guarantee he could have gotten on Reddit or gotten into like Warhammer painting. <laughs> and as good as he is at the Hina doll, oh, people man. that paint Warhammer would love him. He would have so many friends. That is so oh, hard man. to do when you see someone do that really well. And I've watched videos of those and I don't even do it. But it's so good the way the different paintbrush techniques like the, he could definitely find people to geek out about if uh, like you two were both saying, if he opened up about himself, just accept that he likes it, know that it's OK, and then go find other people that like are not mean about it. And there you go. But it's also a fear of rejection, isn't it? Because For, yeah, because there's a chance that someone might like the same thing he does, but doesn't want to. Um, put himself out there basically and get denied again or whatever yeah i agree if it was a club maybe he would have checked it out if it was literally the exact thing he was doing but it doesn't right. seem like he was going out of his way to find others that also no no it. no so anyway out of nowhere and i don't even really understand how this happens but <laughs> marin flies in backwards and hits her head on her uh on his desk while he's mm -hmm. sitting there how does she fly? Does she just trip? Is she running? I, we don't know. All you see is she just flying in the air. And the, and the angle she's flying in, you think he would catch her. But it's like so weird the way that they... Yeah, because it looks it like it's over. on top of him. But then, yeah. no, it's like the, the end of his desk. And she hits her head and then immediately gets up and she's okay. Yep. At that speed, I bet you you can math out and see like, all right, the size of a human person, yeah. the rate at which she's getting flung across the yeah. thing, at that speed hitting at the corner of her head, I don't think yeah. she would stand up. She'd at least be down for a little bit wondering yeah. what happened. That is crazy. The way that it looked is like, did a bunch of people pick her up and fling her, you know, like, like, I just, why would you fling her to the classroom? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. She was was she in a fist fight? That's a good point. What was she doing? Oh man. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I guess she just is really clumsy. Did that come up? Has that come up? She's clumsy? She tripped? Uh, I don't I would I would uh, I would prefer if there is an answer if it was something like she was being overly energetic about something she liked. I think that would fit better and be nicer than the oh oops. Yeah. <laughs> sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, that's true. But Who knows? I guess they're I guess that's kind of hard to tell unless someone else knows like what happened there. I don't know. I guess I could look back through the manga. But so she apologizes for hitting his desk, which is like, OK, but then notices he's got the black ink on his left arm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So what did you think about that? He kind of hides it, but she's intrigued because that's like uh, what? Well, obviously, we know that that's him testing paint or whatever, right? Just accidentally getting on him from work. From from when from, from the night from before when he was working, yeah, yeah, I, I like this characterization of her because it's the the first part where usually if she was the Sundre, is that how you say it, right? She doesn't yell oh. at him like, "Oh, it's your fault, you were in the way" or something dumb like that. So yeah, that's one of my. Yeah. So this introduction of her I like is better, is because it's not that she's being dumb and she's yeah she's worrying not that if kind he's a okay. character. Yeah, she's worrying like, "Are you okay?" And I'm interested in the person she hit. 
and I feel like that's like the first part of two big things in this uh, two or three things in this episode that really set her character is she's not just going to yell at him and be that whole angry person vibe uh, and this mm-hmm. is more the part I like I also like the color of her hair and her, her piercing thing so the whole yeah yeah the whole she's got a lot going on there but I guess he's excited or intrigued as well because it's the first time she's ever talked to him well maybe he doesn't talk to that many people as it is but uh, he, he's listening in and she's talking about that one incident that you mentioned earlier, the hair modeling gig. She was getting her hair done, getting ready mm-hmm. for some modeling gig. And there was a guy that was like kind of, would you say stalking her? Yeah, her kind her of. Yeah. Like waiting for them. Mm-hmm. And then he tries to hit on her and calls her a hot nerd or something. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> And then she's just like, well, I'm at least at least I'm not a stalker or something like that. And then <laughs> I like so that's in the friend. English version, huh? Because it's interesting. Oh, yeah. OK, subtitle. so good. Yeah. So uh, I want to call this. her a hot nerd, but he's just like, hey, like he, he acts like he was trying to set, like strike up a conversation when they were done and was like, hey, that's from from anime, isn't it? And then he's like, wow, you're such a nerd or something. And this is oh, a little different see. than saying they're like a hot nerd, but. Yeah, and then she was like, "I can't believe," and that's why she's like, "How dare you talk to me?" And then it's it's the same thing, and then she's complaining to everybody. He's just like, "I those people irritate me because they are putting people down when clearly he should know that, or not clearly they should know, but it's like the fact that she's wearing it on her bag. Like, why would somebody make fun of that? That's what. Yeah, basically, he of- shouldn't judge her for her interests, things she likes. Right, right. Yeah. I really hope people don't actually start conversations like that, and I. I, I, just, I bet you I they do. They it, isn't that so a thing? Sad. Isn't that a thing where you where you talk down to somebody or something to put them on edge? And they, I don't know. I really hope not. But I, I think can't some remember. people it's, also it's... do it unintentionally. And I also oh, don't sure. like that. Yeah. And I think people should be careful. But I don't think he was doing it unintentionally. I think he was trying to get her talking. Maybe. Or just being a dick. But it was the worst <laughs> yeah, way both. to do it, though. I mean, Oh, sure. Oh, oh, yeah. Like, you could have, if you were trying to t- have a better conversation, it'd be like, oh, hey, what's that thing? You know, what is that? Hey, that's great looking thing. What is that? Where is that from? I mean, like, ask a question and you're just not making statements mm-hmm. and then making assumptions. Like, that yeah, like, totally makes cute. you look What's great. that from? Yeah. Then you have a oh. chance, like, if she's not interested, she'd just walk away or whatever. Yeah, or yeah. Not say anything. One, but if she is, like, word. now you have a positive thing to do and talk right. about. Like, how is she supposed to positively respond to that? Oh, my God, you're so cool. I'll get stop my nerdy stuff right now. I don't understand what the next, like, what's the next thing supposed to happen with uh, a pickup mm-hmm. line like that? Oh, my goodness. Makes me mad. <laughs> well, I think that sometimes people just like to rile other people up and they think that that's how they, it's a control thing. I think it's a control thing. If if uh, if you're putting somebody on the defensive, I don't think hmm. I don't think it's a good thing, and I don't think it gets you anywhere. Uh, I don't I don't know that it's very successful. I'll say that. Oh, one thing we should mention we just brought up. So you guys are watching subs. I watched subbed originally, but I was I watched dub for this time around. Oh, nice, great for the. So, so I'm I'm kind of getting get a, a, little a, a taste of both because yeah, yeah, I watched it as it as it aired back then. So I figured I might as well try something different. Oh, so cool. yeah, there there is some um, what I'll say that they're taking s- some license or whatever you want to call it, and how they're saying some of these things. <laughs> um, one, the girl says we walked away, you know, at, from the scene of the murder, talking about how <laughs> oh, they left that they left that guy. Good. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. So, but yeah, I I really like that, and of course Gojo is watching, and he hears this and he thinks, oh, that might be something common. It's someone who actually stands up and believes enough in what they 
what they like. But I don't know that he's really stood up for the thing that he likes, right? Oh, no. Especially you see the next scene when he's cleaning up things. and uh... Well, maybe then it's he sees that she is doing that and he wishes he could. It's almost right. like he's kind of living through her, like saying, oh, I should be like this. Oh, and that's why that's the part where he's like, yeah, you live in a completely I'm like watching this girl live in a completely different world than I am. She's outgoing, smart, you know, and she says what she wants and she has a lot yeah. of friends. It's like completely opposite of him is what he's he's basically saying. It's very opposite. But yet mm-hmm. she has these interests and she won't let other people tell her they're bad. Right. Or invalid, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after school, yeah, the next <laughs> the next scene is him getting he's talked into staying behind and putting the chairs up yep. on the desks, basically cleaning being up used. after class, yep. mm-hmm. being used. And part of it is that he doesn't want to say no, I think. He's that exactly. kind of... He's the yes kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Yes, man. Well, because mm-hmm. I don't think he knows any better. I don't think he knows how to get out of it or stand up for himself at this point. Right. And so even when Marin comes in and says that she's on cleaning duty, so she's doing it as well, she's telling him that he shouldn't make it so easy for them, that they don't actually think he's reliable. They're just making... Um, they're just exploiting him, <laughs> basically. Yep. And uh, yeah, they're just saying nice things to him so they'll get him to do the work. It's just people, yeah. Um, and that he should, of course, yeah, stand up for himself more. But I think, do you think that he takes that well or does he seem more depressed after that? Or just... I think that it's hard for him to hear because it's not something he... Um, it's, I feel, something he would want to be able to do but doesn't mm-hmm. feel he can or knows how. Right, right. So or that's m- why he's... A at dis- least at this point. Right. And I think that's right. the part. It's like you said depressed but like he's a little sad about it because he realizes that those are two different things Mm -hmm. that he agrees with her but he still kind of knows like but i kind of can't picture myself doing it at this point yeah that's true but he realizes that as he's like going through in his head he keeps remembering that moment of her saying you know you need to stand up for yourself and later that this has this is the other big moment this is one of the other big ones besides you know, mm-hmm. uh, the earlier characterization of what she's doing and saying is for his benefit, which is nice, as opposed right. to some other the rom com like situations and just uh, off on their own th- tangent. Yeah, just however however it works, whether it's Sundre or or just like will they won't mm-hmm. play or they just don't notice each other. This one is a little more direct, as she just honestly believes she's helping him, and in this case, it doesn't matter even if she's projecting, right? Because she. This is something she believes in. So mm-hmm. maybe she's just echoing the stuff that how she thinks it should be. It might, But it shows that she's a little more sympathetic than just, I don't know. So there's a lot of other things she could have said or not interacted with him or called him dumb for it or whatever. But yeah, yeah. Sounds like she's trying to help him, like give him actual useful advice. Yeah, she just. And there's the nothing s- in it for her, right? Yeah, supportive type. Here's the question for you, Brian, actually. bring Now that you've kind of brought this up, it just came to mind. Is she a better waifu than Rem from ReZero? yes <laughs> you think I, so yeah because rem was rem, very much in your face like i will do anything for you yeah you know what i'm was, saying she was super supportive um and if you had to pick in that world somebody to be there i guess you know that makes her a pretty good choice of how supportive right. she was but in this case it's a more realistic supportiveness of what's going to make him better not just she'll do it for you rem exactly. has a little bit of that she'll do it for you vibe but this is more of a i'll you know here's how you help yourself right which, I mean, that's that's pretty good. I think that's that was one of the... Uh, yeah, she wanted to help him grow as well. 
But I think I don't think that she was doing. Do you think she was doing it on purpose, or I think that that's just who she is? She tries to bring everyone up, almost like a catalyst, make them. It's almost like the way that she lives her life. Like I'm right. going to do these things and stand up for myself, and you should do them too. It's almost like she's kind of preaching with her actions. Yeah, she's the optimistic side because she's. Um, it's kind of like what he said. They, since he's like the meek, unable to mm-hmm. do what he wants. Compared to her, who's outgoing, and that's why he says like he, they're in an opposite sides of the world, and she's in a completely right. different world than him. Yes. Yeah. So later on, he's at home. It's night, and he's working on his uh, on the the sewing machine, and he cuts his hand, and he realizes that the sewing machine he's using is actually broken. Um, yep. His grandfather says, "Okay, well, we just got to get a new one." But then in the meantime, what's he gonna do? He decides, "Oh." I can use the one at school because I guess there's no club for sewing or anything at the school. Yeah, there's no club for arts and crafts or anything. So he's like, there's like a sewing practice room and it has like a nice machine. He's all excited about it. (laughs) Yeah, he goes there the next day and he's super impressed by how easy it is to use. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's going, wow, this is so fast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Marin walks in, freaks him out. He drops the his little doll. Why does he have the doll there? Is it just to like push him, oh, right? Oh, he was taught. Well, no, he was like he yeah, cuz he talks to it. And yeah. he's like <laughs> he was he like tell- he was <laughs> well, he has like- no friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's his only friend. Yeah. And he he was he talking to him and he's like I'm going to make you a beautiful outfit today. Yeah. Before she walks in on him. <laughs> exactly. And then he thinks that she's like judging him yes like it looks the like dread. the big glaring face and he's the like red mm-hmm. exactly i i love but i love how over dramatic that, is. It is. <laughs> that moment is and then she like oh man i love you know she loves that he can so use she's so the excited the yeah heavy, the heavy breathing this is very suggestive <laughs> yes oh man mm-hmm. and then not only that not only does she is she excited that he can use the sewing machine but she compliments the hina doll mm-hmm. and for him it's like it's crazy. It's like someone who, out of the blue, someone he's, I, I guess at this point, is he looking up to her? But it's someone who finds value in something he likes as well. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's almost like a, it's a pretty big moment for him. Yeah. It's, it's but a yeah, little okay. sad because he's a little bit starved of attention. Like all it takes is, and honestly, this is a little true for, you know, middle school life and slice mm-hmm. of life stuff, right? Someone says yeah. one nice thing. Sometimes that's all it takes. You know, one, yeah. say one nice thing to somebody. They might be your friend forever. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, very young. But in this case, he's in high school. So it's kind of sad that like someone finally, besides his grandpa, probably, and people in the store said something just positive. Oh, but he's also hidden it. That's the problem. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not a thing we've already ah. talked about is he's also never went out there to try and find friends or try to look for anybody else to acknowledge what he likes as well because he's just kept to himself this whole time. That's very true. I think you're right. I think if he had done that, he would have definitely had more chances to just find somebody else that would be like, hey, this yeah. is kind of cool. Right. It's tricky because it can't, I I won't, because his personality isn't very extroverted though either. So he might not have found ways to do that. Right. It just doesn't help though that he was also made fun of when he was little and that yeah. he just added more, uh, more ways for him to build a wall and more just keep to himself than right. even try anything. Anyway, he says that no, his grandfather made that little Hina doll. He's only good at making the costumes. To which then she starts to <laughs> take off her clothes. 
<laughs> Did she have the clothes under there? I didn't even see a backpack. <laughs> I just saw the clothes come off, and she just all. I don't know. It's just funny. I think it's. Yeah. I think she just was prepped. She's always ready. She's mm-hmm. got it underneath the clothes at all times. Yeah, like Her. Superman. He's ready. There nice. you go. <laughs> well, I don't know though because she has him turn around to give her yeah. privacy while she changes. So, oh, she must have the bag somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, there, yeah. I think there was a bag somewhere. Yeah. Probably a backpack or who knows what. Anyway, she's wearing this black outfit, and <laughs> did you love how she shows him the picture of what it's supposed to be, and he starts oh. just like ripping it apart? Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> See, now I was like, wow, this guy just went now way overboard because he's very passionate about it, but he just totally yeah, like, like ripped the new one on her. What did you do? Where's the yeah lighter it's not even, and all this kind of it's stuff? It's not even called sewing. What is this? Like the yeah, worst is oh, not even. Man. Oh, I was like, wow, you but can't then- even call this sewing. Yeah. But he's not that oblivious because suddenly he realizes what he's doing. Like, he just got so excited, you know, by the, uh, he sees a project, he's sewing, and and it's just something he knows. And so he could just. Yeah, but then he almost made her cry, poor thing. Had her tears, like, swelling in her eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So then he starts, you know, like, begging her forgiveness and whatnot. And uh, she forgives him. And then says this outfit is her first step in this new career as a cosplay person. Mm-hmm. She goes about talking about how she loves all games and anime mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And she just wants to be these characters. And then she's like, this is something she knew for her. She wants to try it, but she doesn't have a sewing machine at home. Yeah, exactly. So, so she's doing her best. Do here. Yeah. And, and she, you know, she's trying to, you know, not everyone's the best at something, especially in the beginning. So, you know, she's just trying. She, I, I like that, that she's just going for it. Right. And it's a character called named Shizuku Town. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll find out later what that's from. But uh, Oh, she uh, yelled it right at the end. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It's yeah, pretty amazing. Yeah, some, like, 15-word mm-hmm. anime. Oh, my gosh. Is it <laughs> so an many anime? Titles. So many I don't words. think it's an anime. No, okay. All right. Anime but, um, game. Animated yeah, yeah. game. <laughs> right. So, uh... But yeah, so she doesn't really have a sewing machine. Her skills are kind of lacking. So she begs Gojo to help her create the outfit for her. Yeah. And, you know, she even says, I'm not going to force you. But he agrees to help basically because she believed in him. That's all it took. Just that one time. Like you said. Just one person saying something nice was enough. Yeah, part it's, of me—it's that validation. It almost gives part of me is like, oh, you're using, getting used again here. All right. <laughs> I do like. She gave, <laughs> I do like that she was socially. But used for something enough. he likes. True. She she gave him the out. At least, like sometimes it's like, oh, please, you have to make this for me, and like that wording's not what she did. What we saw for the the um was it the sub for the sub for the subs was. You know, you can say no if you want to. So I yeah, do, yeah, yeah. I do appreciate like, and adding that. She also added, you know, I'm gonna do what I can, and I'm gonna do my best to like help. Yeah, she's gonna help wherever. Yes. But she, because she's not just gonna be like, oh, thanks for doing this for me. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Get one of those. And that yeah. would be so much like any other rom com of this, you know, of this slice of life. Right. And stuff. Yeah, they like just, a they just like, oh, this is the plot now, right? There is, yeah, exactly. They skip over those. So I just like the smaller details like that. I also, part of me wanted him to just be like, learn from what she had said earlier, just said, no, thank you. <laughs> oh, man. Aww. And no, but... no, obviously not, but it's just, she just taught him that uh, it's okay to say no. Mm hmm. Well, but he does admit that he's never made clothing for a human before, so it might be a little bit of a challenge, but she's all excited. She's jumping around, and uh, I don't know. I just think it was really cute. It's a really cute moment. And then yeah. and then he asks, so what is this again? <laughs> and she says the game. So I wrote down the game's name. 
Should I say what? Should I say what it it is? Saint Slippery's Academy for (laughs) Girls, Young Ladies of the Humiliation Club, Debauched Miracle Life Two. So it's a sequel. (laughs) It's a sequel. It's a sequel. When his face drops, it's so good. (laughs) When he's like, yeah, because he's like, what? And then the ser- <laughs> they draw it all serious. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. That's but great. that's such a great moment because then all of a sudden he realizes, oh, wait, <laughs> what did I just get myself into? <laughs> right, right. Because it's a little more. It's like, a, it's great. I don't know that we need to talk any more well, about what those games might is, be. Yeah, but it also on top of it, it's also going to be like, he probably doesn't doesn't know anything about those characters. And he also said that's the first, this is going to be the first time he's ever made clothes for a person. Yeah. Versus dolls. So. Well, you're going to see him try yeah. learn to bridge that gap and like right. uh, make the decisions of how to figure out what th- what the compromise would be. Right. But um, I think that's, probably make that... him better at making the dolls close too, learning about actual proportions or something, just extra mm-hmm. tips here and there. And Right. No, I think it's all great. I think uh, you say, you know, it, it might lean a little bit into using him, but I don't know that because I feel like they're a team in this. Right. Oh, like, I think Joe's kind of poking fun. Is yeah, that fair, oh, is that fair to say? Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Yeah. Because yeah, he gets the uh, he's doing something that he likes. So I think hey, that he that's made a friend helpful. too. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So anyway, I think this is a great setup, and of course, that's mostly what this is: is setup to this. Uh, what we're gonna see a relationship happening here uh, of these two people, and then mm-hmm. it branches off from there, of course. But right. I think it's a great first episode. And hopefully you stick around to hear our thoughts on the rest of the series. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it stays with this positive vibe because that's mm-hmm. set up really. And what you said, the author's intent. I just really like that whole. Yeah. Yeah. It's just an, an ideal situation of people whose hobbies complement each other. And I don't know. I don't know. Seren- just... Serendipitous that their hobbies go together. But right. Just being just supportive, ha- ha- I guess. Yeah. No, being supportive and thing. making it yeah. work. Anyway, and uh, trying. I mean, that's the one thing. It's like he's getting out of his shell to actually do something. Yeah. And especially maybe learn or find friends, maybe since he's coming out of being a loner. For right. How many exactly. Years. So, yeah. yeah. But what's that going to look like? Exactly. What are the challenges there? I think we're going to see exactly. a bunch of that, too. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back with episode two next time. But until then, our watch has ended. I've been Tim. I've been Joelle. I've been Brian. All right, take care. Bye. Hey, they're talking about fictional characters. Fictional characters. Am I I getting through to you at all?